This is Kim with Standing on Solid Ground. I am your host of this motivational and inspirational podcast. And I want to talk about today where God dwells. There are blessings. We all know that when we read in the books of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, that we read a lot about the Israelites and the challenges that they have faced and the things that God had completed in their lives to get them, first of all, out of Egypt, through some of the treacherous grounds like the Red Sea where God parted the water and allowed them to walk across to the other side. And those are phenomenal blessings and miracles that God had done to watch over and to keep the children of Israel from any hurt, harm, and danger. And as long as they followed the rules and regulations that God had put forth before them to serve only Him, to do do not serve in other gods, to keep His commandments from 1 to 10, to keep all the commandments that he has put forth before them through the leadership of Moses, God dwelt with them. That they crossed the desert or the lands by foot where the clouds kept them cool during the day and the moon or the stars gave them light to be able to travel through the night that their clothes wasn't worn, their shoes wasn't worn, and the blisters, there were no blisters on their feet. And all the time that God was with them, and all the time that Israel served them, God kept peace. But the minute that they stepped out of that circle, I always call it like a tent. We're under God's tent and there's plenty of room in God's or under God's tent. And when the we step out of the tent to do our own thing and to follow after things that excite us, that interest us and could probably get us in trouble, we are leaving the blessings of God. Now, let's just say that there is a person in your household that worship God, that praise God, that, you know, pray to God, that lift him up. And they were truly, truly, truly a servant of God, that they had such a profound relationship with God that the whole household was blessed but the minute that that person leaves that household and let's just say maybe the members of their family don't want them there anymore because they want to party they want to do their thing and this person is disruptive to what 
they want to do because they got to sneak around and do this or sneak and do that. And this person of God, just their mere presence create a division and it creates a hostility within the household that the head of the household decides to tell this person, I need for you to leave because you're causing a disruption in the household. It's not that they're causing the disruption in the household. The devil can't do what he really wants to do in that household because the light is too bright. Remember, I spoke about whenever the light is within us and it goes into a dark place, meaning it goes into a place of sin. Like God, like Jesus, when he walked into the, the temple, he, he told them, you turn this into a house of thieves. When the light goes into a dark room, it exposes the devil at what he's really doing. Why do you think people do things at night? Why do you think that there are so many people that sneak around and do? They already know it's wrong, but they can't be seen. They don't want that light to be on them. And so as that person is asked to leave the household and they go and find another dwelling place, God bless their feet to go someplace where there's no turmoil. Now, I'm not going to say that they're going to move into a house or an apartment where someone in the neighborhood may not like them or someone in that complex may not feel comfortable but they're in their own dwellings, meaning they pay rent, utilities, they buy their own groceries. They're not bothering anybody. They're minding their own business. Well, what happens is the household that that person left becomes chaotic. It becomes disarrayed. And the reasons why it become disarrayed and disorganized, people are fighting all the time. They're arguing all the time about, you know, I need help paying the bills. The utilities are behind. The rent needs to be paid. My car note is due. And the list goes on and on and on. That person that you put out, God was with that person. And when God is with that person, that whole household was blessed because none of the utilities were behind. The rent was called up and stayed on track. You know, there was plenty of food in the house. There was money that could be relied upon. But the minute you put that person out, the exposure of what that person really was doing for that household is put before you. Meaning as long as they were there, you never had these problems. The minute you put them out, God's blessings went with them. God is not going to stay somewhere where he's not welcomed. Meaning that if an individual, if a person has God in them, and you put that person out, you're putting God out too. Believe, because God is not going to stay there 
and continue to bless you because you put his servant out. He's going to leave with that servant because wherever your heart is, that's where you will be. And if your heart is with God, God is going to be with you wherever you go. Now that your house is turned completely upside down and inside out, there's constant bickering and fighting. Somebody's eating up all the food. The dishes is piled up in the sink. The house is just a mess. Trash is all over the place. No one will clean the bathroom. The list will go on and on. And the persons that put that individual out is not making the connection. Wherever God is, there is peace. Wherever God dwells, Satan cannot cut up. He has to stay under control. Now they may have he may have to do his things in the dark, meaning that he has to hide doing his wrongdoing and his deeds. That he has to sneak and and be cunning and lie his way through. But when the light is gone out and darkness has fallen upon that household. The truth is exposed. Meaning the person you put out wasn't a problem. The other individuals that were in the household. That's where the problems lie. It's just that they were not comfortable doing their deeds with that light being constantly on. That even when they go to sleep at night they can still see that light. Because God's light never grows dim. It only grows dim in the person when the person comes away from the light. As I have read over and over and over again, wherever Israelites were, the children of Israel, the tribes of Jacob, his children as long as they were close to God they had peace there were mentioned there it was mentioned in the Bible where they had 20 years of peace but the minute that they walked away from God God delivered them in a hand to under the hand of one king or another and they put them through 40 years of turmoil because God is trying to show them something. And he's, he showed it to me. As long as you are close to me and I am close to you, I'm going to give you nothing but peace. The minute you stepped away from me and start doing your own thing, I'm going to allow nothing but chaos to be in your life. And it's true. I, I've experienced it. When I was away from God and doing my own thing, I had nothing but turmoil and stress. The times that I was close to God and I had a close relationship where I talked to Him and prayed to Him and praised Him on a regular basis, 
God blessed me. I had nothing but peace. So wherever God dwells, is nothing. there is nothing more than peace that you can sustain. That's why I understand better now why my dad was so content. He said, I'm content. I fulfilled my obligations on this earth. I've done all that I am supposed to do. I'm content with what I have. He was content with that the car where I told you that it was speckled. The paint was chipping. It, it had rust. But he was content. He was satisfied. Because as long as it got him to from point A to point B, that's all he was really concerned about. But the minute God would not let it start was the minute he knew he had to do something. My dad was still driving at 82 years old. And he was still functionable, meaning he was able to take a shower, shave. He was able to trim his beard and, and you know, just do this daily task. Wash the dishes, do his laundry, take out the trash, cut the yard. He was still functionable. But he told me the minute he became where somebody had to take care of him, it was time for him to go. He didn't want to be taken care of. He wanted to go home to glory. And God kept him in peace. When I look around this household and I see some of the danger factors that I didn't realize that my dad was actually in a dangerous state because I was looking at power strips that was burned and melted because of high-powered heaters, and they needed to be in walls. But God kept him. As long as God dwelled in his household with my father, my, my father was safe. God kept him from all hurt, harm, and danger. And this is why it's so important to have God in our lives. That he dwells in our households. In our beings first. But in our lives. In every aspect in our life. God don't need us to cut corners with him. He needs for us to keep him close to him. Because the minute we step outside of that tent and we leave the comfort of his arms to do whatever we want to do, that's when the trials and tribulations come. Just like that person being removed out of the household. If you think about Jacob, when he went to his mother's brother's house, Laban, and he stayed in his household. He dwelled there. Laban could see the blessings of him being in his household. And that's why he kept asking him, if you dwell with me for seven years, I'll give you Rebecca. Oh, Rachel, I'm sorry. Rachel, his daughter. Rebecca was his mother. So Rachel 
and I get those R's mixed up every time. But I will give you my daughter. But he lied to him. He, he betrayed him. He allowed Leah to go and be with him. And when he woke up and saw who he was with, he went to Laban and told him, you betrayed me. You lied to me. You said that you would give me Rachel. But you gave me Leah. And he said, if you stay with me another seven years, why do you think that he did that? He did that because he saw the blessings that God had upon Jacob. He had the blessings upon him that he saw his land growing. He saw his flock growing. His household was prospering because Jacob was in this household. He recognized God, but he manipulated the situation. He could have told Jacob in the beginning, I can't give you the youngest before the oldest. He could have told him that, but he didn't because he knew that this was a man of God. Wherever Jesus was on that water, there was peace. When trouble came and the disciples panicked, the first thing Jesus did and said, oh, ye of little faith. And then he spoke to the wind, peace be still. And there was a calm that came about. Wherever God is, wherever he dwells, there is peace. We need to keep God close to us. We need to take advantage of the opportunity that whenever God is with us, peace is going to be with us. Now, I'm not going to tell you that troubles don't come. They come. But God teaches us how to live through those troubles instead of being succumb to those troubles. In other words, he teaches how to walk on the troubled waters instead of drowning in them. As long as he dwells with us, he will maintain with us. I'm not going to tell you that your heart won't get broken. I'm not going to tell you that your spirits are not going to be challenged. I'm not going to tell you that uproars don't occur. I can't tell you that. But I can tell you this. When they do come up, when they do become an obstacle in your path, God shows you how to go right through that obstacle. He's not going to try to tell you how to go around it or under it or even over it. He's going to show you how to go through it. As long as you are dwelling with him, he will dwell with you. So keep this in mind. That whenever you are faced with any kind of situation or circumstance where your faith has to be challenged, challenge God. And I'm not talking about challenge him in a bad way. I'm 
Challenge him to prove him that his word is not so. That if you show him and say to him, God, you told me if I draw nigh unto you, that you will draw nigh unto me. That you will keep me. I am here to test my faith in you. So you can show me that your word is true. This is Kim with Standing on Solid Ground. You have yourself a wonderful and blessed day.